Hey guys, and welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for coming back. If you're new, thank you for coming. Um, so today I really did want to talk about just an unpopular opinion I have is that parenting itself does need, not everything about parenting, but some things about parenting needs to be uh, revamped. Just have a look back and just, parents really do need, need to like just be knocked down a peg. I know some people are going to be hit a little hard. I know some people probably are being parents and like, excuse me. And I'm pretty sure some people are going to probably come after me because like I said before in previous episodes, I'm not a parent. You know, but I do, I mean, but like parents like to say they're, they've been a child once, you know, they've been a child before, um, you know, they went through similar struggles or whatever. But sometimes when you look at some parents and how you've been treated as a child, it's very obvious that that's not what happened. Um, and let's just think about that because with my parents, let's think about it. Parents usually, you know, have probably been born and raised in an era where, you know, technology wasn't as big as it is today. So they most likely have a technology problem, you know, kids always being on the phone, you know, always glued to a TV, whatever it may be. But parents do have a problem with that because like, you know, like when we were younger, we went outside. We played in the sun and mom didn't let us back in until it was time for dinner. Okay. Like we, like we left the house and never came back for hours. Why are you still in my house? Like parents do like to do that. And I'm like, okay, it is memed at this point. You know, it's like, it's, not, it's like another meme that everyone likes to use. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I just mumbled and started throughout. But yeah, like I feel like parents just need to be taken out. Cause I feel like the biggest thing, biggest issue I think I had, just want to look back at my own childhood and I'm like, Remember, I think I, I was just Googling, just looking through things. And one of the things I saw was, um, was like, you know, what's one thing you would, you know, like you would change about your parents or whatever, or like something you would change about them. And one of the things I was like, I think their viewpoint on what a parent means. So I feel like, let me actually look this up. Let's look up the definition of a parent. Let's go to the guide of the internet, Google. Learned that much about parenting and what basically a parent is. Nowhere in there did it say that you had to be a strict authority figure. And nor do you have to be like the loose friend that just lets anything happen. Like parenting, it is a balancing act. And a balancing act changes throughout the lifetime of a child. You know, what works when your child was a toddler 
you know, was just beginning his first few, you know, before he hit school, it's going to hit different than when he actually gets into school, he or she, they, or whatever. They're going to get into school. They're now going to be presented with multiple different viewpoints, either from the teacher and from their peers. And numbers their outlook on life and outlook on their own home is going to change, which means that most likely their behavior and, and some parts of the personality is going to be starting to sink in. Some is going to start changing a bit. Instead of trying to seize them and try to make them seem like, okay, my, what do you do my child? They're in school. And they're going to go through phases. As they're going through school, they're going to meet with different groups, different viewpoints. Things in life in general and around the world are going to change. Which means their opinion is going to change about it. Um, it's going to go through school. And, of course, after they get through school, maybe they go through college or not. Um, and eventually, if they ever do leave your house, because, you know, not everyone especially in this kind of climate with more finances, it's really not best for everyone to kind of leave the parents if you know you can't make it. But let's say, yes, eventually they do leave the nest. Your, your parenting style is definitely going to change again because now they're not under you. They no, long, they no longer have to live by your rules. And just because you raise them a certain way doesn't mean they actually are going to live that way. They're, going to, I mean, they're eventually going to become their own person. And I feel like a lot of parents do forget that, is that they gave birth to a completely different human being. I feel like some parents either have parent, like they either have children, you know, as an accessory. So, you know, it's more like, oh, well, you know, it's just to say they have a child. Like they don't really, it's kind of like, it's kind of like how some people, you know, have pets and don't do any research into what it takes to have a pet. And then eventually just give it up because, you know, it, they realize how much work it is. I feel like that's what some parents do. They just have a child just to say they have one to have attention on them. But once that kind of falls and they realize, like, oh, I should have to take care of this child, then, you know, they, they don't really want to have anything to do with the child. You know, the neglection starts. Some are just very overbearing because they see their child as a clone of themselves, basically. You know, you see that a lot. You see, I think sometimes, I feel like, you know how I mean about Asian parents, you know, how, like, Asian parents, black parents, you know, usually those are minorities, um, usually, like, come down very hard on their children. Like, how they want them to basically make straight A's, you know, basically the model citizen of everything. Basically perfect. And, of course, you know, that does develop some bad habits in some of us. Some of us, you know, probably do fulfill our parents' expectations. Sometimes we probably do, like, you know what, screw this, I'm not dealing with this. Either way, you know, or maybe somewhere in the middle where, you know, parents are kind of like, you know, this is my child. I have a certain scale of viewpoints of what I want to bring to the table. But I feel like all parents do need to realize you gave birth to a human being, not yourself. You're, you're, you did not give birth to a clone of yourself, which means that they're not going to do everything exactly how you do. And I feel like some people, some parents do believe that, you know, I give birth to you, which means you're going to have similar viewpoints as to my viewpoints. You're going to pretty much be just like me. And it's like, no. No, if you're if you're a doctor or, or you know a ballet instructor or anything, doesn't mean your child's gonna want to do that when they grow up. It does not mean that. It means that hey, you know this is what I want. And if your child's like I don't like that, instead of taking that as some type of personal attack and trying to force it onto them, maybe I actually be like you know what, what do you want to do? And they're like yo like I, like they want to be like you know I don't know maybe they see action moves they're like oh, I want to do that. 
maybe have to ask him a little more, like, okay, are you trying to do, like, the flips and stuff, like, do all the crazy gymnastics stuff, or are you trying to do, like, the violence, like, I, I, I want to know, you know, that's, 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 you know, that's a conversation you can have, you know, but I feel like some parents do not understand that it's okay to have differing viewpoints, um, regardless if it's on politics, religion, schooling, you know, the job you want, regardless of what it is, you have to realize your child is not you, which means they're not going to be a reflection of yourself. Because I feel like some parents do that. They give birth to a child and they look at it as like, as like they're looking at themselves in the mirror and they're trying to fix all the flaws that they had throughout their life to make a perfect version of themselves. You have to do that to yourself. You can't do that to your child. Because your child doesn't grow up and hate you. I'm going to be honest. Your child doesn't grow up and not like you. Um, another problem I have with parenting is talking back. And I know that's going to be a little difficult because I'm pretty sure there's, a, there's too many articles. I'm pretty sure you can just Google talking back, which I've done literally like two minutes before I recorded. And you can find multiple articles like trying to teach parents basically what to do when children talk back. And I feel like it's a little upsetting because I did find there were some that um, were saying I was talking back is a good thing. It just depends on how the talking back is done, which I completely agree with. I feel like a lot, like I said before, parents focus so much on being an authority figure that it seems like so hard just to be a friend to your own child. Like you gave birth to them, to, you gave birth to them for crying out loud. Or if you adopted them, like you adopted, them, like you took ownership responsibility of having a child for crying out loud, and yet you're finding it so hard to try to relate to your child at any age. But then, like when they become teenagers and they really start hiding things from you. They start doing things you don't really like, and then you just want to be like, why don't you talk to me anymore? Well, that's probably because, why? like, you want to be an authority figure so much. We don't talk to our bosses the same way we talk to our coworkers. I wonder why. I wonder why we don't talk to our siblings the same way we talk to our parents. I wonder why we don't talk to our friends the same way we would talk to, you know, a stranger. Like, there's, there's there's just certain things that we just understand, like, it's just certain authority respect that we have. And no last that last thing actually wasn't a good example for that. But anyway, you just you had to think about it for a second, you're like, why? It's because the authority ranking of just be like, okay, like there's some things we just can't do because of the ranking. And I feel like parenting a child should not really have to fall into that. Like, yes, there's an authority figure in the home, which means they have to make decisions. Regardless if the child doesn't like it or not, you know, decisions are made and it is used, hopefully, because not all parents think this way, but hopefully it is for the best interest of the child Um, and, of course, themselves as well. Um, But I feel like talking back should be an encouraged thing. You just have to teach your child to be respectful. Um, I can't tell you how many times I've gotten... I feel like my mom, my mom doesn't listen to my podcast, so I think I can say this, but she does, does listen to, oof. Anyways, I can talk about too many times that, like, I think my mom just getting upset with me, I think has negative impact, like, the way I apologize. I remember for a very long time, I just didn't apologize because I didn't feel like I had to, you know, and that was mainly because I didn't see my mom apologize. I didn't see my stepfathers at all apologize. My own biological father who's not in my life, never apologized for anything she really did. At least not in a sincere way. I feel like it was kind of like, oh, yeah, well, that happened. So it, I'm like, okay. Never really seen anyone apologize, but yet you were demanding apologies from me. 
as I grew older, I stopped being a people pleaser and started being like, no, I'm not doing that no more. You know, maybe explaining your rules and explaining why you do certain things in a child appropriate way. Instead of just saying it's because it's, it's because, you know, I can't really explain that or because I feel like it's best for you is not the best way to gather trust. You as a parent and as an adult, you will not trust another person just because they say, trust me. If someone's basically handling finances and you just and they basically just said, trust me. Yeah, you have an issue. You want to know exactly the reason you want explanations. Imagine someone having you try and get control of your finances. You're paying someone to help you with that. And they basically just tell you what to do. And you ask questions. You're just like, just trust me. Just do it. That doesn't help. And that goes for any kind of authority. Like companies with employees. Especially in school. Because I feel like some teachers don't feel like they have to explain. <clears throat> Excuse me. I feel like they feel like they don't have to explain. At all. I feel like they feel like they can just say whatever. And they should basically get away with it. Um, not saying that, not saying all teachers do that, but some teachers, I don't understand what's so hard about to explain why you say or do certain things. Okay. Just, just come on now. It's, it's so, it's not that hard to throw an explanation out as why you don't want to, don't want us to eat in your classroom. Why you don't want us to, you know, I don't know. Maybe not listen to music while we do our assignments. There's some, there's just certain things that you can just explain and not, you know, to basically throw us under the bus for. Just saying. Um, but yeah, going back to talking back, because there's respectful ways to talk back. Because you think about it, talking back in itself is literally just responding to and to a, to anything. Whereas it was verbal and nonverbal actions, you were just basically responding. And I feel like a lot of parents feel like that's just an insult to their character, to their role as a parent, to their role as a human being in society. And I feel like you just, I feel like parents need to shut up about it. Okay? Like, I feel like, let's think about it this way. Let's, let's, let's just think. So, if my child, if I have a child, okay, and I explain, and I just tell them, you know, do this, do that, um, or I, or let's say like they did something I didn't like, and I, of course, maybe being stressed out, doing a lot of things, I get upset with them. And they just ask me, why, like, why should I do that? Why are you getting so upset? And I just tell them, don't talk back to me. And I just keep going at it. I'm going to say my child really does shut up. And this is not, maybe this is an every once in a while thing. Maybe it's more frequent. Your child, the child's eventually going to either become a people pleaser. They're eventually not going to speak out when things happen to them. Or when they do, they're not going to tell you. You're going to be probably the last person they, they want to know. They're probably going to tell their friends. They're probably, they're, I'm pretty sure they'll call the second grade teacher before they'll call you. They can literally be a grown adult. If something happens, they, you're probably the last person they call. Okay, they'll have all their buddies, their buddies' buddies, Vanessa from Spain. Call, like, they'll, they'll probably call Vanessa from Spain before they probably call you. Because at that point, it's like, you taught them never to talk back and never to stick up for themselves, especially when they feel like something's wrong. Parents need to realize they are not perfect. They are not God. Okay? You are not going to sit there and tell me that you never been misinformed about something, that you never did something bad or inaccurate. You never have reacted, like overreacted. You never had a care or a calm moment. You know, like, you guys have to realize that you're not all that. 
Okay, at the end of the day, we're all humans. A bullet can take you, a parent out just can take a child out. Just being, just being completely honest. Which means that at the end of the day, we're all human life, which means that there are certain ways. Like, talking back, it's just like, hey, maybe not like, okay, well, I'm going to say this. Let me finish talking first. And then after I finish talking, uh, then you can speak. Then let's try to, and we're not going to yell. We're not going to scream. We're all, we're gonna have to we're gonna be calm. We're gonna state the facts. Okay. We're going to make. I'm like, if we if we real soon get angry, we're gonna call it off, and we're gonna set a timer for like two hours. Okay. After two hours, we're, we're gonna try we're gonna try to text each other to see if we can get back into the conversation. But there's ways of going about it that can be more of a conversation, even a debate of facts, without it being like. They're insulting my character as a as a parent. Also, parents should not demand apologies. I they did not, especially if the child doesn't know what they did. Because I can not tell you how many times I feel like I, I constantly apologize, and never knew why I did wrong. Even if I kind of knew why I did wrong, it would be nice if my parent, like my mom or anyone else, told me, "You did this, and this, and the ramification of this was blah blah blah. Like these are consequences. Like you do need to apologize for that." I think that would, that would teach me as a child to actually apologize a lot more and to like actually realize when I do something wrong. So I feel like a lot, a lot of times as a child, I just was blatantly just not understanding what I did wrong. Like, just imagine being yelled at and you don't even know why you're being yelled at. That's the like walking to work and managers are screaming and yelling at you. Like, you legit just walked in the door. You don't even know why, why they're yelling. And, you're, and just imagine basically being told not to say anything. That you just have, you literally just, are, you walk in, they're just literally just yelling in your face. You telling me that's okay? No. Everyone on social media, we blown that up. You canceling people. But when a, basically, a parent does that to a child in their own home, it seems as, oh, well, the parent was stressed out. You know, like the child obviously knew what they did. Not all children know what they did wrong. Sometimes they do need to be told, you did this wrong, or you didn't, or not even use the word wrong necessarily, but like, you didn't like you did this and made me angry. And make sure it's an actual reason for them to apologize, not, oh well, you know, you you know you you wanna you went to the like oh I don't know. Like it's one thing being saying saying apology for let's say. Oh well, you left with you left for school and you didn't tell me. Like I wasn't up, I wasn't fully awake when you told me you left for school. Like I wasn't up when you, when you left, and you, I didn't know. Like I, you scared me. And talking about, oh, well, I'm sorry. I, I thought I woke you Like, I thought I woke you up. I went there. I woke you up. You moved. I thought you were up. So I thought you knew. It was like, oh, I wasn't all the way up. Talking about, oh, I'm sorry. You know, I'll make sure you're fully awake next time. Done. Simple conversation. I'm like, the way it can go wrong is like, how dare you not let me know? And going on, and child's like, yo, you got that upset. You got that upset. You didn't let me speak. Like, you're going on. It's been like five, ten minutes. You went on about how it was dangerous, how I was a bad child basically for doing it, how I been stressed you out, how you went through a whole day stressed out. Like you went through this whole predicament. And the least you could know was let me speak and just let let you know that I thought I woke you up. But there's ways of going about talking back and literally just responding to incorrect information, mis misinformed people and parents, and just basic lies. Cause sometimes parents will be lied to. 
about things that happen with their, regarding their children and will literally believe them over their children. And that mind boggles me because I'm like, you're telling me you don't trust your own child? Like, what does your child ever do to you that you just have no trust? Like, I know there's some things, some children just, you know, do things regardless. And, you know, they, you know, sometimes they can be a little more untrustworthy at times. But if you have no trust in your child, like, I remember I read something, um, I think someone was like, um, like he told, it was like on AI, it was on those AITA, um, stories subreddit. And I think one of them was like how he said, you know, was he the a-hole for basically telling his parents to basically sell the car that they bought from. And basically the gist of the story was that his parents didn't trust him whatsoever. He, like he, if he didn't use the car, his parents got upset with him for not using the car. If he used the car, they, they would like barrage him questions like where, where he's going with the car? Why he use the car? Who was in the car? Like who, where, where, who, what, where, when, why, and how of everything. And they wouldn't believe him any single time he, he would tell him. And he also told the truth, but he just, they just never believed him. So eventually he was like, just sell the car then at that point. Like at that point, sell the car. Like he literally just wanted to go put gas in his car. And his friends got upset with him. Because he didn't believe that he actually wanted to go put gas in his car. I'm like, if you if you don't trust your child with, with anything at that point, because that to me, like, I don't know what else they don't trust you with. Like, of course, that doesn't say anything about their whole family dynamic, you know. Like, did you do anything that could make them? Like, on in their parents' mind, maybe. But the fact that the parents aren't, for, like, forthcoming with that information so it can be dealt with as mature adults should. Because as a parent, I'm pretty sure you want your child to be a mature adult. You know, you don't want to give birth to a, a, basically a child who stays in, a, like, a five-year-old mindset. And actually, that's an insult to five-year-olds because I actually used to TA, which basically was a teacher assistant, for elementary school with a librarian. And I actually helped with like kindergartners, first and second graders when they had their library time. And they were, the most, and they're, they're really respectful. And that's the kind of stat because, whew, when I see some adults today, literally, if I can say a kindergartner has more maturity and more respect than, you know, a grown woman or a grown man, grown person, whatever... Um, yeah, that's a problem. That's a problem. I just feel like I had to say that. Um, what else was I going to say? I was going to say something else. But yeah, I know that was a big issue I had with parenting. I was talking back. Because I didn't like how Brizzy told shut up, basically. Um... There was, there was a talking back. I feel like overall, I feel like I don't like when par- when things are catered more towards the parent than the child. Because I feel like, especially a lot in the media, like in TV shows um, and cartoons and stuff, like, it's made to seem like the child is more... Um, either the child is seen... Like they give in like words and phrases that you know like a child today wouldn't really use. Like, they seem, like, they smart, like smart talk their parents. Like, yeah, that is respectful, and, you know, that should not be tolerated. You know, especially if it was not called for, you know, wasn't, you know, said in a jokingly manner with everyone in on the joke. Um, but there's a lot of times where I feel like it's more so to see, like, the parents are always right. 
either the parents are stupid and just don't know what's going on in their child's life, or a lot of times, parents are just seem like, parents just are supposed to look like, like they're just the victims of whenever the child does anything bad. I don't understand that. Like, I hate how society, I think, puts this expectation on parents. Like, if the child does anything wrong, anything wrong, regardless of, like, oh, they're a two-year-old and they were crying and, you know, they, like, they're yelling, you know, they, they threw a tantrum, basically. Some parents will literally, like, judge the other parents for them, for the child having a tantrum. I'm like, make that make sense. This child is a whole separate human being that you're trying to whatchamacallit, like you're, that you're trying to raise, they're two for, like, for crying out loud, and you're going to blame the parent for the child crying, please explain that, like, they're a child, what do you expect, I, li- I do like sometimes, like, I was in a store earlier, um, yesterday, and actually, um, I remember seeing someone, I think, like, their child, I think, like, their child, like, were talking to her real loud, and one was, like, crying, um, and like, another lady was just saying, she's like, and like, I think they were telling her, like, yo, like, y'all gonna embarrass us. And another lady was like, yo, I have children, my, I have children of my own. It gets, like, it gets better, you know, like, and it diffused the situation a little bit, which I did like, because, you know, she didn't really judge the parents where the child have children having a tantrum in the store. Something about, I'm like, I don't think I really would judge the parents for having a, I feel like I would judge the parents they actually were reacting out to the child having a tantrum. Instead of, like, just trying to just get the child to not act like that. Like, you know, it's one thing to be like, yo, you can't be doing that. But I feel like, I remember, I think, one time I was in the store, and I think, like, the lady was literally, like, shaking her child, trying to get her child to stop having a fit. Like, trying, like, to pick up her child, and, like, it was it was a, it was a mess. It was a mess. And the worst part was, like, right near the Walmart, ex- like, exit. So we were all, like, we're just trying to walk around this lady. Because we're like, yo... I'm not even upset with the child, I'm upset with you. Because at this point, your reaction to the child, I feel like in those situations, yes, the parent does need to be held accountable because they're a child, for crying out loud. Um, But, I don't know, because, let's be honest, parenting is complicated. I really should preface this whole thing by saying parenting is complicated, but too little too late. Um, You know, we're already like 26 and a half minutes in. At this point, so, mm. but I do stand by what I said. Parents do need to knock down in the sense of they're not the only thing that matters. Parents, oh, that's another thing I want to talk about parenting and responding to how the like the children have feelings. You know, like you need to respect your own children. Don't demand respect if you're not going to dish it out. Don't demand respect and praise and. Like, basically blind obedience. Because that's what a lot of parents want. Because that's basically why I think parents spank their children. That's basically why a lot of things happen. I feel like, even my child, I feel like it was more so because you want an instant gratification of, I'm right in the situation. And I'm not, and I went uncontested. All you got was my, my more resentment of you. Because you did not teach me basically what I did wrong. When you didn't teach me what I did wrong, there was, and of course, I feel like my parents, especially my mom, I feel like if anyone actually, like, took more liberty in actually seeing how spanking and things affected me personally, I feel like I'm not a spanking type of child. Like, I'm not a child who needs spankings to actually understand what I did wrong. Like, I don't need to be talked about it either. Like, yes, it doesn't even acknowledge if I do something wrong. 
but I'm so self-critical of myself that I don't really need someone to keep pointing it out. Okay, like no one wants to keep hearing, you messed up, you messed up, you messed up. And make a big deal out of it and then call multiple other people basically. I'm pretty sure, uh, I don't want to say black parents, but look, I feel like when people I see as parents like minority parents, be literally call, they, they don't just keep it between the child and parent, maybe like just in the house. Like it goes to the grandma, goes to the aunt, goes to the cousin, like basically all extended family finds out that you did something wrong. Because that's what happens with me. And, and it does put unnecessary expectations. Like parents do need to realize their unnecessary, like their unnecessary expectations of their child is going to harm them more than help them. You know, just because you want your child to make straight A's and you basically want them to do absolutely wrong and help you and basically fix every single problem that you have in your household, unnecessary, unachievable, and you're setting yourself up for failure and disappointment because your child is not going to be able to do it. You're, you're talking to a child. Don't expect your child to fix your marriage. Don't expect your child to know the solutions to why you can't pay the bills. Don't expect your child to figure out why their siblings aren't acting stupid when they weren't even there. Don't act like your child is basically going to be the perfect clone of yourself. This one me is literally just ranting about parenting. Just It just needs to be, some someone needs to basically just, there needs to be parenting classes. Like, if you're going to have a child, like, if you want to have a child, like, or you're expecting one, you need to take, like, at least, a, like, a six-month at least course, mandatory by law, to become a better parent. Excuse me, I'm sorry. Um, because some parents really just aren't good people. Or I hate when parents, also, this like, yes, it is nice to realize when parents do eventually realized that some things they did in their child's, you know, like, childhood was wrong. You know, they do want to apologize for it. But sometimes it is a a too little, too late situation where it's like, thanks for telling me, you know, after, you know, I'm already out your house, live live your house for, you know, three decades now. Now you want to apologize for things you did when I was young. Like, I can't, I, I really don't want to imagine too many, how many relationships have been estranged and, you know, how many parents have been cut off from the child's life because the child just doesn't want anything to do with them because the parents just want to think that they're perfect and they don't want to ever just explain why they did things they did or just try to become better parents in, during their childhood. Like they always want to wait until after the child moves out of their house to actually like examine their, their themselves. And I'm like, why did you wait for the final report card, basically, to seeing like how your child reacts to the world we should have been doing that the whole time while you're parenting. And yes, it's upsetting. Yes, it takes a lot of work. Yes, it takes a lot of energy. But you sign up for that when you when you start to have a child. You sign up for a lot of responsibility. That's why that's why having a child is no joke. You can't just have a child and then just expect like life to go a little easy. Like there's a reason baby blues exist, you know. Usually that's when people start realizing, oh, it's gonna be a lot of work. You know, sleep, forget that, you know probably like any downtime, you know, your marriage, if you are married, you know, there's a lot of things that are going to struggle, but you do have to realize that you did sign up for a huge responsibility. And you have to realize that your child is going to change over time. They're not going to be the same stagnant little, you know, cute little Billy that they were when they're three years old. Like, yeah, now they're 15. They've been exposed to a lot, most likely not just in the house, regardless of the house environment, most likely at school work if they're working, 
you know, them just being around friends and other social events, they're eventually going to, you know, they're, they're going to, they're basically going to see a lot and they're going to change. That means don't make them seem like, oh, well, you're better when you were younger or you're not the same person I used to know kind of thing. Like, don't judge your children because they didn't come out the way you wanted them to. This goes back to saying, you know, they're not a clone of you. You fix yourself in the mirror, you know. Yes, we all have the model system that we all would like to be and would like our children to be, but that does not mean that you get to try to force that upon your child because everyone's imperfect. Oof. That's like that's a nice long rant. I just had to rant about that because I was not having it. <sighs> I don't know. It, that just it just roughed me up. So I was like, why? Why do parents have to be like that? Like they basically make it seem like parenting. I mean, if parenting was so hard, then why did you have a child? Just why? <sighs> I'm tired. I'm tired. I literally exhaust myself talking. I'm pretty sure I exhausted everyone else here listening if they even made it this far. So I'm going to hear anyways. Thank you guys for listening. And I hope you guys have a great rest of your night, day, wherever you listen to this. Stay safe, stay healthy, and I'll talk to you guys later. Bye-bye.